0: Welcome, I'm Pastor Vincent Grissom, and this is Applying God's Word, a teaching ministry from the Word of God. This is study number 106 I've titled, Once Lost, Now Found. Jesus used many parables in his ministry, and we sometimes miss the underlying message in the parables he used. So today I'd like us to study the message and application in the parable of the prodigal son, is found in Luke chapter 15. This parable shows us the great love that God has for all his children, and yes, even the ones who are lost. In this story, we see one who is saved and one who is lost. So let's begin now with Luke chapter 15, verse 11 through 32, as Jesus tells us of a man who had two sons. Let's pause for a moment and realize that God gives us all that heaven has to offer, yet we, like the prodigal son, squander it on the evils and temptations of this world. We give in to Satan and his evil ways, only to find that we have not only hurt God, others, and ourselves, but find ourselves lost and far removed from God and his love. We also find ourselves out in a very lonely desert, with no food of the Spirit or the living water to quench our thirst. How empty and lonely we become when we are far removed from that which fills us with the love and goodness from God. Yet, because of our foolish pride and arrogance, we settle for the crumbs that are left for the pigs, until we realize that going to God or returning to God is, is the only way we will be nourished with the food of the spirit and the living water of righteousness. The prodigal son, realizing that he has sinned, decides to return to his father and beg his forgiveness. Clearly a lesson for us as well. Let's continue with the next verse. Verse 18. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, "Father, So they began to celebrate. Notice here that the father already knew his beloved son was coming home. And even though the son was a great distance away, the father had great compassion for his son and ran to greet him. He hugged him and kissed him. And even though the son said to his father he was not worthy to be his son because he has sinned against heaven and his father, the father forgave him and restored him just like our Heavenly Father does when we confess and repent. We read that he brought out the best robe and put it on him and gave him his ring and put shoes on his feet. The Father then ordered a feast of celebration for the son who was lost, but now was found, who was dead, but now was alive again. But there was jealousy. Let's take a look at the older brother's reaction when the servant told him that his brother had returned. Verse 25. Meanwhile, the oldest son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard the music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him what was going on. Your brother has come, he replied, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has made it back safe and sound. You kill the fattened calf for him. My son, the father said, you are always with me, and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad, because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. Now, what the brother didn't understand, as with many Christians today, he already had all the father had given him, And he was obedient to the commandments of his father, but he became jealous. The father told his son that he was always with him, and there was no need to feel slighted in any way. We need not be like the older brother, judging one by their past sins. The Lord of all of heaven rejoices when a child who was lost is found, and when a child who was dead in Christ becomes alive in Christ. There has already been rejoicing for those who already found their way back to God, and instead of anger or jealousy, we should rejoice in the fact that one more child has returned to the Father. Jesus tells us two more parables in chapter 15 with the same theme. In verses 1 through 7, Jesus talks about lost sheep. Verse 1. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? When he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. Immediately following this parable, we read another involving a lost coin. In verse 8 through 10 we read, Or suppose a woman has ten silver coins and loses one. Doesn't she light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, for I have found my lost coin. In the same way, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Here, Jesus explains that the lost sheep are his lost children. The 99 sheep from the flock are his children who are already back into the fold, and he knows that they are and will remain safe. But for the one sheep that is lost, Jesus, as the good shepherd, he will go out and find that lost sheep in the wilderness and bring it home. The lost sheep in the wilderness is his child that is lost in the world's wilderness of sin and temptation, and when he finds that lost sheep, he rejoices, and so do all the sheep and all of heaven. It is the same for the woman who lost one coin and rejoiced when it was found and invited all her friends and neighbors to celebrate with her. So, instead of sitting back after we are saved and doing little or nothing, we should be actively working with Jesus to gather all his lost sheep back into the fold. God showed us his great love for all his children, saint and sinner alike. Should we not do the same? God rejoices when the one who was dead is now alive. We should rejoice in that too. Let me leave you with this thought. The saved have no need of being saved again, but the lost need to be rescued and returned to the Good Shepherd, Jesus Christ. We should not be like the Pharisees or the teachers of the law thinking them not worthy. It isn't our duty to judge by any sin in their past. It is, therefore, our duty as God's sheep to seek and help save that which was lost, and rejoice with them when they are found.